Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays! Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! It's our first Christmas season that we're going to be recording. And, and our first Christmas uh, movie of this first season. Yes, because we didn't do Christmas last year. I thought, I know I've said this before, I thought there was only one, and I thought it was Good Luck Charlie, and I was like, mm, no, I'm good. I'll just save that for, you know, next year. We'll just do the one. But it Is it not on our list this year? No, it is. Oh, okay. Twas the night. Oh, you, I thought you meant Charlie like Christmas. put it off another year. I'm like, are we putting it off another year? Christmas again is the new one that just came out. And then there's a oh, third right. one that I can... I always think it's a Christmas miracle, but I know that's not an actual... I know... I know that's not an actual movie, so... I mean, I'm sure it's an actual movie. It's probably some not, It's Hallmark not an actual movie. DCOM, yeah. The Ultimate Christmas Present. That's ah, the one I can never remember. Yep. Um, yeah, so those are the four... The four Christmas movies, as I mentioned, Christmas again is coming out in like a week, so that's our last just one. in time, and it is going to be on Disney Plus. Maybe it should be. I think it's being. I, hope. I think it's being released direct to Disney Plus. That would be nice. Spin is finally on Disney Plus, thanks to Disney Plus Day, whatever that was, but it gave us Spin, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be able to watch that in February or whatever. Yeah, March. Um, wow, we're not watching that till March. Well, we're, we're watching it before March 2nd. True. <laughs> no, we're going to watch it the day we upload it. That's how this that works. That would be awful. That'd be terrible. I don't want that. Um. So we're starting... Hold on. We're starting off Christmas with the 1999? 2000? 2001. <laughs> 2001? I think. 2001. Hold on. I'll, I'll verify. Classic, Twas the Night. Oh, the classic. A- a bunch of shush. A bunch of <laughs> of really famous people, and uh, including um, and uh, and uh, and then Brian Cranston, uh, and that's it. Yeah, it's literally. I was making a terrible joke that there's nobody in this movie except for Brian Cranston. Yeah, and it's very very evident that Brian Cranston was the star going of to the be show. Very famous. I mean, he was already doing Malcolm in the Middle at this point, but like anytime he's on screen, and his character sucks. But anytime he's on screen, you're like, oh, no, bring back Brian Cranston. We yeah. See Brian he's Cranston do stuff. He's the only actor stuff. that I actually like to watch, even though, yeah, I mean. I, all of the characters to be fa- I was going to say, to be fair, all the characters sucked, so. So they bad. They were all even. Yeah, so I don't think there bad. was a single character. There wasn't a single character I liked. I liked. No. There was one character that I can point out that I was like, you are the worst of the worst, and that was the sister. She was horrible. She was horrible. I really didn't also, like was- the youngest kid, too, in his... He was like a hundred different accents he was doing. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. He was annoying, but, but she was annoying mean younger brother. and bratty, and like she was supposed to be so smart that she knew, she was reading quantum physics, and she's supposed to be like ten years old. Yeah, and it's like come on. I feel like it's the typical '90s, early 2000s decom movie decom where it's. The brainy, nerdy younger sister, and then just the bratty younger brother, and then the kind of cool older brother. He was just brother. a kid. Like, he wasn't doing anything wrong. Like, that's my, my one, like, saving grace with the younger brothers, that he was, like, not doing anything wrong. He also wasn't like, he doing was anything right. A... <laughs> he wasn't, but he, like, wasn't... 
he was just being there. Like, he was just a kid. Like, he was just being kind of, you know, an ignorant kid. Yeah. And he was, like, believing in his older brother. Like, his older brother... He I mean, just we'll believed, like, everything like, his older brother would tell him. No, this... I'm saying this is, this is a genuine thing. Yeah. He was like, my brother's out there saving Christmas. And she was like, no, he sucks. And Santa was like, oh, absolutely not. But the younger brother was like, no, I believe in him. It turns out he was right. So... So this one is 2001. Yeah. It's I'm interesting because when you search for it, it says 2001. But then when you click on it, it, it only has comedy, fantasy, crime... Crime. Crime. <laughs> I don't think we've had that on a decom before. Anyway, usually it says the year there too, doesn't it? Like the runtime? Yeah, usually. It usually goes Weird. 2001 PD yeah. or whatever. Maybe it's just mine. I don't know. Ethan's going to be so disappointed that this movie isn't about a knight named Toaz. Oh, heck yeah. I didn't even think about this. Dang, the kid who plays Danny was in something and was really good. He is in 2002's Austin Powers Gold Member, and ah. he plays young Dr. Evil and does a great job. I'll have to watch that and then judge him <laughs> He's based really on good that in movie. it. He does a really good job at being a young Mike Myers doing Dr. Evil. Like He does yeah. a really good job. Both of the kids who were the young versions... Do a good job. I'm trying to see if he's in anything else, but I just need to scroll all the way down. Let's see. Oh, he was in one episode of The Amanda Show. I mean, he's still working, so, like, good for him. Oh, no, he was in the movie Sex Drive. And Kyle XY. Ooh. Some of my friends in high school were obsessed with the show Kyle XY, and I never knew if it was facetiously or not. I did watch it for a while. I watched a lot of, well, it's not, it wasn't Freeform. What was it? ABC Family? It was ABC Family. Yeah. Yeah. I was a sucker for those shows. The drama Um, really sucks you in. I think Disney Plus changed its whole, no, wait, now I'm confused because I went to Go Figure and it has all the things come up at the top. Oh, no, it has mine. It has TVG, closed caption, 2001, hour 27. Why does mine not... Well, during this time that Sarah's trying to figure out what's going on with her Disney Plus, I will read the blurb. It's not long. It does say crime. I thought you were making a no, joke. No, I wasn't kidding. I thought you were, like, misreading something. No. I don't know what I thought. I thought you maybe misread comedy as crime for some reason. Why is this listed as crime? I get that there's crime in this movie, they're but, stealing? Like, not really. Like, <laughs> why would crime Petty be Dev. a genre on Disney Plus? <laughs> no. This is where uh. I wish I could search the genres or click on the the genre tag and see if there's anything else that's listed as crime i know uh disney plus needs to get its ui fixed anyway anyway i'm glad comedy you're fantasy crime yeah <laughs> would not say it's comedy but that's just my own opinion so the blurb is, when Santa Claus is accidentally knocked out on Christmas Eve, Danny and his con artist uncle take it upon themselves to deliver the gifts. That's it? How different For the long it, one? Wow. Yeah, that's it. How different is that from the short one? The short one's just Danny and his con artist uncle take over when Santa Claus is knocked out. So it's literally like three words different. Yeah, that's why I was surprised that that one was so short. There's well, not much more to this movie, though. There isn't. I mean, that's the whole plot right there. I mean, basically what happens is that Danny is a kid who kind of sucks. He's like a 14-year-old high school kid who's just awful. 
and his uncle is a con artist involved with stealing people's money digitally. He would love Bitcoin. Uh, God. Um, I get so many crypto ads, and I don't know why, and I hate it. Stop sending me those ads, YouTube. I yeah, know you listen. Put that into your phone and your computer. I do, all the time. And now like, I'm probably going to get them on mine. I haven't gotten a single one, but now that we're talking about it, maybe I will. Ethan doesn't get them either. It's just me, and it's like all I get. And I'm like, I'm not going to do this. I don't search for it. I just get them. I don't even understand just, a lot of this Bitcoin stuff. I would never want to do anything with it. No. Anyway. Anyway. So his con artist uncle comes to the the family Christmas because he's running from these, you know, clients who are mad at him. And then Santa comes down the chimney and they accidentally knock him out, and they steal his little, like, magic fidget ball that can control size and time. time. So that's how, yeah, Santa like, accidentally, like, bumped one of the buttons, and then they were supposed to be frozen so that they didn't see Santa. But he bumped the button, and then they saw him, and yeah. Yeah. And basically, the meat of the movie is Santa and the two younger siblings trying to get his sleigh back after Danny and his uncle stole it, and Danny and his uncle stealing things from people's homes, but Danny doesn't think he's stealing. I was like, to be fair, Danny doesn't think he's stealing. He thinks he's saving Christmas. Yeah, his idea was, oh, we'll, we'll deliver the presents for Santa because he's incapacitated, but the uncle goes, oh no, I will just steal things from people because they can shrink all of the, the quote unquote presents and like just stick them in their pockets uh by theirs i just mean the uncles but Mm -hmm. that's kind of the whole movie and then the end the uncle's like i've changed and then he gets a guitar and that's it yep it's like what if the santa claus the movie the santa claus starring tim allen was bad like really bad yeah because like it's not a perfect movie don't get me wrong but it's like very charming this has like negative charm except for brian cranston's just natural charm right but it's like, also yeah it's they got... take that and they add a hint of elf but elf hadn't of... come out yet I, I just realized elf came out in 2003 oh that's a good point when did the grinch come out 2000 okay so it was like a little bit of the grinch a little bit of honey i shrunk the kids yeah or honey we shrunk ourselves yeah either or but yeah honey i, I blew just up the kid a mix of a bunch of different movies what if we blended it all together and made a holiday movie and none of the characters were likable, and there were, like, a couple of funny things, but, like, all of it was just Brian Cranston being naturally funny. Mm-hmm. If people don't know Brian Cranston because Sarah didn't, he was in Breaking Bad. He was the lead guy in Breaking Bad. He was also Hal, the dad, in Malcolm in the Middle. Right. He's been and once he said that, stuff. I'm like, ah, yes, I used to watch that. Now I know. Yeah, and he's very inherently charming and funny. But... It, it, his character was terrible. So it was like this weird kind of juxtaposition of, I want him to be on screen the entire time. And also, I don't want to see this character. But I also don't want to see any characters. So see anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was so, so annoying. I, I feel like we should start with the moral. Because I feel like we've started with the test of time so often recently. Okay. I'll be honest, uh, I didn't put too much thought into it. I wrote some stuff down, and I haven't thought about it go since. Go ahead. So. Go ahead. 
I have a couple that I just wrote down as jokes. Uh, someone said, even Santa gets depressed. So I wrote that. I'm, even Santa even Everyone depressed. gets a little depressed, even Santa. <laughs> uh, I also wrote down, family before riches or blood before bucks. <laughs> and uh, the last thing I wrote was just like a quote at the end. The best gift at Christmas comes at no price. It's to be with your family, whether you're naughty or nice. So something along the lines of... I think that's probably it. Yeah. But I think the accidental true moral is like, don't do crime. Yeah. Crime is bad. And that's why you we can have change. crime genre on the movie. Even if you've been on the naughty list your whole life, you can still change. Yeah. But I think there was such a hyper focus on family in this movie. There was. And because they said that quote, I think that that's probably what they were going for. But that in itself is still a mixed message. Like, don't be naughty. Yeah. Also, all yeah. of the Whether rich you're kids naughty that they went nice, to see, like, yeah. <laughs> but they're also all trying of to the tell rich you to kids be. they went to see were naughty. All of them. Yeah. Like, literally, they went to like five rich kids' houses, and they were like, "Ooh, this kid's naughty. He's got an anger issue. Ooh, this girl's naughty because something, something." But Danny, Danny was Danny really this... clever. Yeah, he yeah, bought Danny one of the naughty kids idea. who had anger issues. He bought him a punching bag instead of what was he supposed to get? Instead of it wasn't coal. It was something else. Wasn't it? It was like a marble set or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think the idea that the kids get crappy gifts instead of coal was a fun idea. That whole aspect of this movie was cool. And I wish they'd gone that route. Mm -hmm. I really wish they'd pushed that angle of Danny trying to not fix Christmas, but like fix. Fix the the kids. (laughs) Fix the kids. No, fix the system. Like he, he wants to, it's like, okay, so they don't get coal and they don't get presents that they don't necessarily like. But the presents that they're getting are actually productive to making them better people or helping them with their issues because maybe the issues that they have aren't something that they can necessarily help in their current situation. And they dropped that pretty, pretty much immediately. Yeah. Which it would have been really fun if they did stick with that because wasn't it shortly after that that Danny discovered his uncle was stealing and then yeah, he just like, left. Yeah, it was like they went to this mansion and he's like, no kids live there. And the uncle's like, oh, but, you know. We can we'll just... swap their stuff, their food with the food at the homeless shelter and do a big swap yeah. or something. When all he wanted to do was steal, you know, jewelry and stuff. And a Stradivarius. And, and a <laughs> so weird. random couch and a random dresser. I don't think this did a terrible job. I don't think it did a good job. And by I, say, by I don't mean a terrible job. I mean, it's over like a two. Yeah. But it's and still it under has a five. One. It still has one. Yeah. What do I have around a three and a half? I have Fan of the Megaplex that show must go on. That one was more annoying, so. Twitches is love is the light to defeat the darkness. That one was like hammered into our skulls. What do I have it like a? I have a lot of fours. Yeah, a girl versus like monster. Face twitches. your fears. I have four, two, five. But that one. Hmm. Let's see. I don't know. Sure, price fabulous adventure in a four, two, five. Motocross. I have it a four. Don't give up on your dreams, no matter what anyone thinks. Actually. I think a 3-5. I've Invisible Sister. You never know what you can accomplish when you open up a bit. Don't close yourself off. A 3-5. And 
Oh, yeah. I'm thinking a 3.5 because thinking about it, I was like, oh, it's definitely not as good as these 3.75 ones, like uh, Phantom Megaplex and the show must go on. But, like, that moral has a through line and also is kind of a positive moral. That's not exactly (laughs) what I mean, but, like, this moral is kind of an empty moral because it's, like, not actually teaching the right things. Not the right things, but it's, like, kind of teaching a roundabout way to do things. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. if you're naughty, it's fine. You can still spend Christmas with your family. Yeah. I was thinking a 375. I have Phantom of the Megaplex and, Invis- and Invisible Sister at fours, and I just want to put it below those. If there was a 35 I feel to. like I didn't want to put it by. Anyway. 375 is fine for me. Sarah loves this movie. Oh, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. I'm Um, actually kind of sad this is the first (laughs) holiday movie I'm watching, the first Christmas movie I'm watching this year, and it's Twas the Night. I should have watched Elf or The Grinch or something before this one. Well, I'm not really counting these as, as like, my standard Christmas fare, because, like, I don't start watching my Christmas movies until after Thanksgiving. That's true. I'm probably going to put up my Christmas tree and put on Home Alone the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, my, my go-to movies are Home Alone. I'm saving my favorite one for last. Home Alone, The Santa Claus, only the first one. Uh, Christmas Story that I watch with my family, or I used to watch with my family every Christmas Eve. Elf. Um, oh, I gotta watch White Christmas. Rudolph and Frosty and uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. There's one I'm missing. Do you watch White Christmas or no? White Christmas. Uh-huh. You used to watch Holiday Inn. There's a terrible black face yes, in there. Yes, I was going to so... say the same thing. I'm like, oh, I love that and movie, but then I yeah, then I rewatched it. It's not something like, you can skip. It's yep. like pretty integral to the plot. It's 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 a it's a problem. Basically in that movie, Bing Crosby is trying to hide this woman's identity from Fred Astaire. And to hide her identity in one of the productions that they're doing, because they're, they're actors and they have to put on a show, he puts her in blackface so he yeah. won't recognize her. And it's like, I didn't remember no. that being in the movie when I watched it when I was younger and I rewatched it. I'm like, oh, I love this movie. I'm going to watch it again. And I got to if that part. If it wasn't like, oh, integral gosh, to the plot. Right. They could just take it out. Ugh. But then I don't know. Do you pretend like it never happened? <sighs> I wish. So my, my, my wish for things that, for lack of a better term, have not aged well. I want to put a big, like, flashing red stamp on them that says, like, this is bad. Don't do this. Learn from this. Didn't they do Instead that with of some just movies? Cutting things. Didn't they do that? Well, oh, what were with the, the movies? Muppet Show. So Ethan and I watched The Muppet Show. They have a disclaimer at the beginning, but it doesn't, it doesn't point out exactly what the problem is. And so for some people, it whatever was the actual issue might not even be noticed. Like, yeah. one of the episodes that we were watching, it was, like, a, it was just kind of an offhand joke in one of the sketches. And, like, obviously, Ethan and I recognized it. But there are definitely people out there who'd be like, I didn't see anything wrong with that episode. Right. Didn't so. they do something like that with Gone with the Wind? Either they took it out or they put something at the beginning. I don't know. And to be very, very frank, I don't like that movie. <laughs> I'm going like, to be honest, I haven't movie, watched that watched one in a long twice, time. I've watched it twice, and I just, like... Every time I was just bored out of my skull. I always they feel like I'm going to like it, and then I put it on, and I'm like, I don't have the attention span to sit here for hours and watch this. No. Uh, they also did it with Dumbo and the Aristocats. Not the Aristocats. Dumbo and Lady and the Tramp. 
because of the Siamese cat. Right. Um, Didn't they do anything with Peter Pan? And the crows. <laughs> yes, I think they did. Okay, good. I was Pan. like, did they? Uh... <sighs> uh, yeah, so I just wish that because there's the great adage that is, if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. And yeah. I think that this is a prime moment for that, where if we just erase it, then in the future, we're just going to, you know, fall back on old habits. We being the collective we of, you know, jerks that are human beings. Yeah. So that's my feeling about it. Anyway, my other movies, my favorite <laughs> movie I'm saving, because I, I have a story about it. And I'm trying to think, there's, a, there's more Christmas movies that I watch. Because I really like Christmas. Yeah. I've I always try to watch the Charlie Christmas Brown music. Christmas one. Oh, Love Actually. Right. I love that. Oh, Scrooged. That's the other one I was thinking of. I love Scrooged. Scrooged is a quote-unquote modern, because it's in the 80s, retelling of A Christmas Carol, but with um, Bill Murray, and he's like the head of a TV company. It's amazing. It's so I think funny. That's the one I watched at your parents' house, right? I think so. Yeah. I love so that, that I think that's the one we watched. And that was my first time I seeing also, that one. I also really like the Jim Carrey Grinch because, like, I grew up with it, and it's got some really funny one-liners that he says. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. I, I just, like, I... Also, this is stupid, but the freeform version is better because it has deleted scenes yeah, that, Yeah, like, I didn't realize in. that until I was at work and they had it on TV, and I was like, what is this? I've never seen yeah. this deleted scene before, but I There's like it. There's two deleted it's scenes more outfits, of him trying right? on other costumes, and they're so funny. And Ooh. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Uh, I want this in my home that's copy. It. I'm not going. <laughs> I always well, do that whenever I'm going on, out. <laughs> he puts on, like, a furnace, and he walks out, and he goes, this doesn't fit like it used to. <laughs> and then he goes, and he, he, he puts on a pile of bees, and he walks out, and he goes... <laughs> This is really more of a spring look. Oh my god. And then he walks off like, ow, 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 ow. It's so funny. My sister and I were watching that at her old house in Maryland and dying laughing. Like, we were like, this is so funny. Yeah. Why have we never seen this before? But there's probably another movie or two that I'm forgetting. But my favorite, 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 favorite all-time Christmas movie, and possibly it's one of my favorite movies of all time, is... The Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes, which I also watched with your family digitally last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was my first time seeing that one, too. So I love that movie. That is hands down my favorite Christmas movie. Like I said, probably my top 10 movies of all time. First of all, I love The Muppets. Literally just talked about The Muppet Show. Don't know why I'm saying literally so much today, but it's happening. It's a, tra- it's a travesty. Um, so, first of all, the music in that movie is incredible so it's written the music in that movie is written by paul williams who was a musician a pretty famous like pop musician in the 70s he also wrote the music for the original muppets movie in the 70s and so he wrote like rainbow connection and everything so he writes these just incredible christmas songs for the muppets christmas carol and like it's just so good the puppetry in it is of course amazing it's got some really great jokes it sticks really well to the source material Except for, like, a few errors, obviously, and then a few things that they tweak to fit the uh, Muppets. So, for example, like, Jacob Marley becomes Jacob and Robert Marley so that it can be played by the two hecklers, Statler and Waldorf, which is amazing. And they have this absolutely amazing song called Marley and Marley. Um, And then they cut Scrooge's sister because she's kind of pointless anyway. But anyway, I digress. So (laughs) where I'm actually going with the story is that when I was studying in London... In 2013. I'm dying. Oh, no. (laughs) When I was studying in London in 2013, there was an amazing theater. It was a movie theater called the Prince Charles Cinema. 
Is that the name? Now I'm thinking that I got the name wrong. Pretty sure I'm right. But now I'm like, Prince Charles? No. No, it's the Prince Charles cinema. Okay. I'm not losing my mind. Yeah. Okay. So it's called the Prince Charles cinema. And they show sing-alongs and quote-alongs. And they, you know, show movies that they'll just broadcast. Like, I saw... Return of the King in the theater mm-hmm. because I will see that movie anytime I see it being shown in a theater because oh, I love yeah. it. Right? I would pay and so much to see that in a theater again. Like an IMAX with surround sound. I don't even know if it was released in IMAX. Probably not. But Probably did they film it in IMAX? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Um, I also saw The Sound of Music sing along, which I had seen back like seven years prior, which was really fun. However, when I saw, when I saw it in London, people were like, decked like it was an event but when i saw it when i was a kid it was just like oh we're just here to have fun but when i ooh, it was like you didn't speak unless it was a line that was in the movie and you only sang along with the sing-along parts but when i went when i was a kid people were like heckling the movie and like doing really funny peanut gallery things like there's my mom and i always reference this one part where um Captain Von Trapp and Rolf are in the, the, the Church of the Graveyard or whatever at the end of the movie. And he's trying to, like, you know, reason with, with Rolf. And he says, I'll give you something. And then uh, one of the people in the audience went, I'll give you my daughter. And then this person who'd been saying the most amazing jokes just goes, I'll give you Kurt. Okay. <laughs> I want to go to a movie like this. I've never... Right. Been to a movie that's interactive or like that people can talk. So, to. so usually I hate I people to... during, talking during movies. It bothers me so much. If it's, but if, if it's, it's along with the, the movie, yeah. if it's an experience, then fine. That sounds like it's a great time. I would expect it in LA. There's probably something. But anyway, so when I was studying in London, I was there from September to December. And while I was there, they did. A Muppets Christmas Carol sing along. And, <laughs> and you were all you, about that. <laughs> you can hear the joy in my voice. Yes. So I went, I took one of my friends from my study abroad, and before the film, there were like trivia and they were like passing out little prizes. And one of them was, What's the name of the hecklers? And I got it because, of course, I know Statler and Waldorf. Of course. My grandfather looks like Waldorf. Of course, I know that. Unfortunately, the thing I got from that trivia. <laughs> Was this child's hat oh. that I can't wear? But I keep oh, it because no. it's like a fun little keepsake. So anyway, I thought it was going to be a lot like the sound of music where I was like, okay, it's going to be kind of stuffy and it'll be a little annoying. No, it was like all people in like their twenties and thirties. That makes and 40s. okay. It makes sense because I feel like that's more of like a comedic movie where a sound of music I can see being more like people that just want yeah and like hoity Yeah, yeah. 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 No, so everyone was singing along. Everyone was quoting along. Like, there's a really great line at the end of the movie where Rizzo asks Gonzo, because they're the narrators, they go, Rizzo goes, and Tiny Tim? And Gonzo goes, and Tiny Tim, who did not die? And everyone said, who did not die? And then immediately <laughs> you just hear, ah, ha, 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 because we all said it, because for some reason it was so funny that we all had to say that. We hadn't all quoted along a line that wasn't like one of the like very, very famous lines from that movie yet. And so it was just so funny. And then there's a song that, that has since been cut from the movie because it's very long and not fun and it's bell song and people are really torn about who likes it and who doesn't like it i personally hate it that was I not in that. the version we watched last 
Is it on no, the Disney Plus? No, it's been Plus? cut from the DVD and the... The Disney Plus version. Uh, Blu-ray. Um, so, when I saw it in the theaters, nobody knew whether it was going to be in there or cut, and it was cut, and once that happened, there was this huge round of applause. <laughs> I was going to say, were people mad or were they And I was like, oh, with like-minded people. The other thing that's really funny, and this is... This is obviously not something that I can show in a podcast, but there's a the, the one of the first songs is Scrooge, which is what they're they're like describing Scrooge, obviously. Yeah. And there's a part where all the Muppets start like bouncing back and forth as a dance. Did the whole theater start doing dance. that. And the entire theater started doing that. Seriously, one of the shining moments of my life, which I know sounds really stupid and like, wow, Kira, your life's really sad. No, but, like, I don't. I haven't even watched that. Besides the one time I watched it with you, and I. I feel like I missed out on a great time. I wouldn't have known any of the songs, but I would have been happy just to experience that. I know all the words to all of those songs, except for that bell song, because I hate it. But yeah, you don't need to know it. It's cut. It's fine. Also, so Michael Caine plays Scrooge in that movie, and he looks back on it so fondly, which makes me so happy. Because, you know, like some people who do stuff like that, they're like, oh, it was fine. But he's like, that was one of the greatest movies of my life. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I love you. Happy. And there's a part, so his his uh, original name was Maurice Micklewhite before he changed it to Michael Caine. And there's a store, like a storefront that they put in the movie that's called Micklewhite's. Oh. It's really I cute. Like that that yeah. is really cute. Anyway, back uh, to Twas the Night. Twas the Night. Ah, <laughs> uh, this movie aged like garbage. Sure did. Oh my gosh, anytime uh, that they were in the sleigh, the graphics were so bad. Oh, I got it's 2001. Picks. But that's just part part of it the graphics were so bad they were bad even for 2001 oh those grappled dipping dots what were what were those oh, supposed yeah. to be those were supposed to be like the particles of yeah it's like the particles of somebody being like teleported basically yeah. they just look like dipping oh, dots oh god oh what the else? freeze the freeze frames when people would or they didn't use freeze frame when time was supposed to stand still oh, yeah, and they, they could have used a freeze frame they just had the actors like standing still but everyone moved and it was very obvious <laughs> especially the especially danny i feel like yeah they no, were you, at the, you, at the party like, in the mansion like, the people actually did a pretty good job i felt like maybe the woman who was like supposed to be like the fancy woman you could definitely see her oh, kind yeah. of like <laughs> move jiggling um so i have pixel perfect as, at a four this is definitely worse than pixel perfect and smart house which i have at a five two five yeah Oh, Lord. Twitches, I have it at a three. This is worse than Twitches. We're down to the twos. Okay. So what do I have? I mean, you Zapped don't have to be in the twos. Oh, I I feel like maybe I'll put this with Zapped at a two. I have Zapped at a 175. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to stick with a 2. Anything at a 2.5? Do I really not have anything? Because it's getting a 2.5. I have nothing at a 2.5, so... Your first 2.5. My first 2.5. I have a 2. I have Radio Rebel at a 2. I don't have a lot of... I have Girl vs. Monster at a 2.25. And the, the effects in Girl vs. Monster are way worse because they should have known better in 2012 or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, that was way that was way too late to be making mistakes like that. Hundred percent should look yeah. better. So yeah, this is better than Girl vs. Monster. Maybe I'll do, I'll do a two seven five because it's definitely at least 0.5 worse than Girl vs. Monster. 
So, okay, 275. Being nice. You are being very nice. And I'm like, am I being too harsh? I'm just trying to scroll. Th- I'm trying to scroll through my other ones to see what I have between a two and a three, but I don't have a lot. I have you lucky dog at a two. Mm-hmm. Those are bad effects. Too. They, those are. I'm like, I don't. Do I put this one above you lucky? What year did you lucky dog come out? Two thousand. Nineteen ninety eight. Oh right. It's a bone, you lucky dog. That is a quote from Scrooge. Oh, do I not have any two fives either? Two five, two five. Oh, I have two, a two five, two, five. two five. Radio Rebel. Radio Rebel. Okay, I'll give this one higher than. Ra- I'll do a two five. Do it, do okay. it. I'm doing it. I still oh, think overall I watched this before I watched Radio Rebel. Yeah, that's that's true. I would too. I know that that test of time isn't necessarily based on that, but like in this situation, it is because test, because Radio Rebel came out way later than this movie, and it held up so much worse. Yeah. Um, oh, I had Girl versus Monster at a two two five. Yeah, so I definitely had to be over at two two five. Yeah, you just gotta give it the, the, the oh, slight yeah. edge. Um, okay, so looking at Radio Rebel, what did I give Radio Rebel for an overall ranking? I gave it a D. So generous. I was thinking that I would give this a D plus. That's what I was thinking, too. Partly because I feel like I have a lot of C minuses already. And I I also just just feel like this is a D plus movie. It's a D plus. Like... The reason that it's a D plus and not a D minus is because of Brian Cranston. Yeah. And there's a couple of moments that are kind of funny. What D pluses have... do I have? I have Up, Up, and Away. Kim Possible. Adventures of Babysitting, Kim Possible. Why do we both have Kim Possible That's at it. a D plus, but they're different colors? Oh, no. Go figure. What? I saw them as the same color. Huh. Weird. Oh, no. Yours is a different color. I don't know. Let me... I can change that. Oh, I have You Lucky Dog at a D plus, too. Okay. You Lucky Dog, I have a 25 D plus. This is... Kim Possible, what I have are a the, what, are, what, is the, what is the range for a D plus? 25 to 34. I've up, up, and away to 33. I think... I think for my D pluses, that is the best one. Oh, would I watch this before Kim Possible? Would I watch this before Go Figures, the question? First of all, I need to drop my D-plus rankings. They're, like, all way, way at the top of my D-plus scores. So I'm doing that now. Going to, going to the mat, I have the highest of a D-plus. 27. Ventures in Babysitting is going to a 30. Go figure is also going to a 30 because those are the same. And Up, Up, and Away is going to a 31. There, I feel better about that. Because they were all like, I couldn't put anything above Up, Up, and Away unless it was at like the top. And I'm like, this isn't the top of D pluses. Oh, no. Anyway. I'm I thinking I might do a 32. 
I'm trying to decide where I think this lies. Like, I I would watch this before I watched Kim Possible. But would I watch this before I watched Adventures in Babysitting and Go Figure? I gave Go Figure a C-, so obviously I'd watch that one before I watched this. I also gave Adventures in Babysitting a C-. I think I would watch Adventures in Babysitting before I'd watch this. So I think I'm going to go with a 29. I might, at our season wrap, I might bump Go Figure down so that they're in the same thing. Cause... But I wasn't... Hmm. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna uh I'm gonna change Kim Possible to a thirty-two and give this movie a thirty-three. Cause I would watch this before Kim Possible. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I would but the thing is I think I would watch Adventures in Babysitting first, but I don't think I would watch Go Figure first. But they're only a point apart, so I'm not mad about it. But yeah, yeah I'm just gonna give it a twenty-nine. Okay, thirty-three for me, D plus. Twenty-nine for me. Oh, one other thing about this movie that I keep thinking about and have been waiting to mention urinals at the beginning of the movie so santa is brought down because uh brian cranston's character has sent out a virus a computer virus that will take down any computer in like a 20 mile radius and that apparently includes santa's sleigh which has a computer in it that danny can hook up his computer game joystick to i digress so that's why santa's at their house santa has an earpiece He's talking to someone named Gilbert. Yeah. We, we never, never find out who Gilbert learn is. Who Gilbert is. Never. Never. And it drove me crazy. I guess it's, it's just, just like some AI, head elf like or whatever, Jarvis but... type of thing, like Iron Man. But I, they'd never explain it. I don't think so. It. You don't, don't think, think so? I think it was you think like it's connected person. to an actual person? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be. I feel like they were trying to do this whole like high tech thing in this movie, and it was supposed to be some artificial thing that's telling them what to do. I don't think but, so because it, but it that's felt more the like a report. Both... It reported. It was. It felt more like a report to HQ. Whenever he would talk, he's like, "I found the 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 source of the of the um of the virus. I'm doing this now. This is where I am." It felt more like a. I'm into my head. Felt like the. Boom, I'm in. Type I guess. Of thing. But this is the thing. They never explained it, so we both had different interpretations. The other thing is that we did was. we did see the sleigh screen, and there wasn't any mention of Gilbert in there. Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know, but like also Jarvis stands for something, and like it's an acronym. Maybe Gilbert's I don't know an what acronym. You can make out of Gilbert. I don't know. I have <laughs> good in life, but everybody rots today. Yeah, yeah. See, you know. Oh, I don't. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Anything that's above, below a C. The urinals like, were the best part. <laughs> the urinals. I forgot about that. This movie was shot so weird i actually forgot to see who the who the director was this movie would focus on the weirdest stuff yeah so like there was a point where they just stayed looking at these urinals yeah he's running away from the bad guys and he goes to hide in the bathroom and he just walks in and he goes oh great and then it pans to the urinals and just stays there and i'm like oh great urinals (laughs) So, so long. All right. What else has Nick Castle done as a director? He's done 14 things. His latest thing was in 2006. Uh, Twas the Night was the only decom that he did, but he did direct the Dennis the Menace movie. 
So that's that's something I haven't seen it. That. So I I would assume it's very similar to this. It probably came it's, out around the same time, right? It came out in nineteen ninety three. Oh dang, that's way earlier than I thought it was. I always forget that Dennis is not Macaulay Culkin. I always think wait, he he's is. not. No, it's another blonde right? kid from the nineties. <laughs> I always is think... he Richie Rich? Is that who I'm thinking? He of? He is Richie Rich. Oh, okay. but I thought he was both. Genuinely thought he was both, and then the sequels are obviously a different kid. All right, that was a rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was Twas the Night. Happy holidays. Happy start of the holidays. holidays. God. I did this with the Halloween ones, too, with Girlers and Monster. I'm bad at this. Well, like you said, this doesn't count. Now I'm going to go... It'll probably be... Yeah, but the next one will. will probably be my next one. What's the next one? Come on, the ultimate Christmas present. It's got to be good. This is one where I tried to look up the date, and Disney Plus did not tell me on the app, so I have no idea what year that came out. You should look it up on your phone and see if it tells you. Because I found out some movies tell me and some don't, and I don't understand why. The Ultimate Christmas Present is from 2000. Why does yours tell you that? What's wrong with mine? Is that Spencer Breslin? Sorry, hold on. Hold up. Hold the phone. Ultimate Christmas Present. Yeah, Spencer Breslin. And that is Brenda's song. All right, this is going to be a... a hopefully good movie. I've got I've got high hopes for you, movie, the Don't ultimate Christmas down. present. Um so that's our next one and then we've got a good luck Charlie Christmas and then we've got uh the new one which is Christmas again. And then we're gone for the holiday forever. Season. <laughs> no. <laughs> um my um, decommission for everyone is to watch your favorite Christmas movie. Start yeah. your Christmas season. Yes, with a maybe good not with this one <laughs> because this one's bad. Yeah, and tell us, email us, DM us on Instagram, comment on our Instagrams. Just tell us what your favorite Christmas movie is. Also, the Muppets Christmas Carol is on Disney Plus. Just give everyone. it a watch, everyone. Just so everyone's aware. I need to watch it again. I need to watch it until I memorize all the songs like you do. (laughs) And then we can go and then we can go to London someday and watch the sing along. Plus years. If they still do it. I'm looking it up now. Because I know what we're gonna add obviously with the pandemic. We're gonna add that to our Europe trip if we if If we we happen to to ever go during the holiday season. Oh, there goes Mr. Humbug. There goes Mr. Grimm. If they gave a prize for being mean, the winner would be him. See? Let's see I if feel they like I'm any. missing out. I didn't know any of that. They're re-showing Michael Clayton at this theater. Heck yeah. Oh, the Muppets Christmas Carol is <laughs> on back. that Christmas lineup button. Heck so let's yeah. say they're so showing It's a Wonderful let's Life. Let's go. Oh, that, yeah, I forgot to mention that one. I tried oh, yeah, to watch my mom's favorite year. movie. I'm sorry, Mom. We got so distracted by the old movies that I was like, none of the old movies are good, are good to watch now. They're all they're they're all problematic. Yeah, they do you know another old one I haven't Home watched Alone. in a long time is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. How does that one hold up? I you think? I think that movie is so boring. 
They still do the sing-along. They do. <laughs> and they have multiple showings of it. And some of them aren't sing-alongs, but most of them are. Also, some of these Christmas movies have a Santa that comes to them. Oh, that's this is, so I cute. love this theater. This is the best theater on the planet. Uh, I, yeah, they're showing the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Love Actually. Oh, my God. Oh, at the shop around the corner. I wish we could have that one. The Holiday. Scrooge. Oh, I would want to see Scrooge in theaters. There's a part in the credits where he, like, gets everyone to do a sing-along. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. White Christmas. Oh, Training Places. I always get that's also a Christmas movie. Yeah, never seen it. That also has a blackface scene in it that's oh, not great. Boy, what year did that one come out? Uh, the 80s. Oh. Oh, come on, 80s. <laughs> um, now I'm sad because I just didn't go to the Prince Charles Cinema. Oh, man. Oh, uh, we're going we're gonna to take a couple week break so that we can go to the theater and uh Yeah, we'll be, we'll be in London if you need us. Goodbye. <laughs> if only. <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> Anyway, we'll see you next week. Talk to you then. The ultimate Christmas present. Bye. Bye.